Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Oakley Show. Welcome and good morning. Lou Pate here with you. WBT 1110 AM 99.3 on the FM 106.3 WORD Greenville, South Carolina. Welcome one. Welcome all. Thanks you for spending some time here with us. And the us is producer Bernie Bowles. He's here. He's going to be taking your calls if you're so inclined to call, which we encourage. 800-928-1110. And emails lupate at gmail.com. Thanks to all of you. The emails flowed in through the evening last night. And as you know, I got back to each and every one of you. So uh, keep those coming. Lupate at gmail.com. Uh, we have got a lot on tap. We are awaiting to see if the Supreme Court uh, releases any decisions on uh, the New York gun law, which really doesn't matter to people outside of New York, but it might have ramifications down the road. Of course, the abortion issue, we'll just give you the update on what, what they say, what the final decision is. Did Justice Roberts, traitor that he is, able to... Um, turn the other justices we'll let you know all of that that is going on but first my name is Lou Pate and we are here for the next two hours and as I always say I am the Lenny Bruce of talk radio and that and more will be coming up here on the Vince Coakley show um, Adam Kinzinger on Sunday shared a death threat from about his family that he allegedly received uh, for his participation in the House Select Committee investigation uh, this guy is so rotten this guy is such a liar. This guy is such a fraud and such a phony. Um, I'm going to go so far as to say as he made it up. In my opinion, there's no threat against Kinzinger's family. In, in my opinion, the guy has really carved out a reputation for himself, an image for himself that he's being kicked out of office. He's not going to even primary because he knows he won't win. And he needs any positive press that he can. So I find it quite disgusting that he would put his family out there. And I think I think it's a fraud. I think it's a fake. If it if the threats are real, well, then I, I do not condone them. But I don't think they are. It's just too convenient. Nobody cares about the January 6th committee. That's the whole deal. No one's threatening you. You're gone. You're yesterday's news, Kinzinger. You and your fake tears on TV. Nobody cares about you. Nobody cares about your family to the point where they'd want to threaten an innocent woman and her children. So uh, put the crocodile tears away. You're on, you're on your way into, into history and just leave it as that. If that changes, I'll do a mea culpa, but I don't think so. I think it's all made up, but we'll talk more about that later. Um, as I predicted yesterday here on the Vince Coakley Show, uh, Stephen Colbert would be arrogant and obnoxious, uh, certainly not funny on his show last night when he addressed the issue of his staff um, being arrested in the Capitol, just like the January 6th uh, people. Colbert, um, and this is by definition of the definition put out to us by the left, can now be described because he took responsibility for saying that his staff is doing his job, their job. One can only assume that he instructed them to do that because he condoned it. So by not my definition, not the definition of Lupate, the definition of the left, that if you trespass in the Capitol, you are an alt-right, white supremacist, radical racist. So 
All I can conclude is that Stephen Colbert is an alt-right radical racist. Alt-right radical racist. What can I say? Terrorist, right? Probably wants to see black people lynched. Probably wants to see gay people thrown in jail for being gay because that's what the left's definition of people on January 6th who trespassed in the Capitol is. So by their definition, Stephen Colbert and his unfunny troop of uh, merrymakers are alt-right radical terrorists. No? Is that not the case? Is that not what it is? But we know... And he knows that nothing is going to happen. If you were a school teacher, there was a school teacher from Florida who was up there on January 6th, literally a picture of him standing in the lobby of the Capitol with his hands in his pocket, looking around, gone, fired, loss of pension, loss of career, loss of everything. And there are numerous uh, situations like that. But when you, you're running around with a, a condom on your hand shaped as a dog with a cigar in its mouth that's supposed to be a phallic symbol, uh... Yeah, you're okay. As I said yesterday, I can't believe that that unfunny bit of that stupid dog is still out there. Gosh, it's an insult to dogs because dogs are actually funny. So his troop of uh, alleged comedians is in there. They're going to get a slap on the wrist. There'll be no fine. There'll be no charges. There will be nothing. But again, if you were there on January 6th, if you go wear a MAGA hat, walk into the Capitol today, they will tackle you so fast and you'll be thrown in solitary confinement to find uh, denied food and denied water. Why? Why weren't these people held until the investigation is over? Hmm? The January 6th hearings are, are being held right now, huh? You know, I figured out why Liz Cheney is so mad. Uh, nobody wants to do her. It's as simple as that. Can you blame society? Anyway, 800-928-1110, 800-928-1110. Um, we're not going to bore you too much with the attempted comedy of uh, Colbert, but uh, here's uh, here. Listen to the listen to the arrogance. Listen to the how obnoxious he is because he knows he probably already heard from his boss Nancy Pelosi that nothing is going to happen. But we'll follow up because he says some interesting things. And uh, hmm, well, hit cut number one, please, Bernie. Yes. Thursday evening, after they'd finished their interviews, they were doing some last-minute puppetry and uh, jokey make-em-ups in a hallway when Triumph and my folks were approached and detained by the Capitol Police, which actually isn't that surprising. The Capitol Police are much more cautious than they were, say, 18 months ago, <laughs> and for a very good reason. If you don't know what that reason is, I know what news network you watch. <laughs> so... The Capitol Police were just doing their job. My staff was just doing their job. Everyone was very professional. Everyone was very calm. My staffers were detained, processed, and released. A very unpleasant experience for my staff. A lot of paperwork for the Capitol Police, but a fairly simple story. So what is their job? Their job is to trespass on the Capitol. They were told earlier in the day to leave. Uh, the staff of uh, some congressman, Adam Schiff's name has been thrown around, and two others, uh, snuck them into the building illegally. And then uh, he says in, in other parts of the monologue that he, they were welcomed by both Republicans and Democrats. That's not true. Uh, Lauren Boebert didn't invite them. Kevin McCarthy didn't invite them into his office. But they, they went into the offices of these congressmen and took pictures, and they thought it was a big joke. So, as usual... Stephen Colbert is not funny. That's a given. It's like Geometry 1. And also, he's lying. He's lying. They weren't just doing their job. 
Their job is to be funny, which they fail at regularly. Trust me, I know, I do stand-up. The issue is they broke the law. And now we're being told that, no, no, they didn't break the law. They didn't do anything. So not only is it a double standard, it's just like spitting in your face. It's like more. It's like crapping in your face and then making you chew it. Uh, it is truly. We'll talk more about that uh, when we come back. Um, 800-928-1110. 800-928-1110. Lou Pate here on the Vince Coakley Show. Now, let's take a look at traffic. Um, Pan Warner has the latest of what's going on in the roads. We'll come up with that a little later during the break. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back to the Vince Coakley Show. Lou Pate here with you. WBT 1110 AM, 99.3 on the FM, 106.3 WORD, Greenville, South Carolina. And uh, we want to hear from you if you're so inclined to take part in the conversation. 800-928-1110. Lou Pate here with you. You can email me, uh, loupate at gmail.com. We were talking about uh, Stephen Colbert, and we just wanted to give you an update, uh, as I predicted yesterday, how obnoxious he would be. So uh, we'll move on from that. If you want to comment on it, we will talk as well. It's always easy to, always easy to pick on the, on the hypocrites. Um, it's funny because in that clip he said, oh, I know what network you watch, and all the, the lemmings in the audience cheered. There's probably an idiot standing there with a sign that said, applaud, cheer, scream. But um, he's referring to Fox News, who I'm really no longer a fan of, uh, except for Tucker Carlson. And uh, it's funny because, yeah, I guess they do watch it. So does everybody else. <laughs> and you can't beat reruns of Gilligan's Island. Um, Donald Trump is, you know, teasing whether he's going to run. A lot of people are teasing whether they're going to run in 2024. The reason no one will announce is because, well, then you have to start following campaign laws of campaign finance laws. And they're very restrictive unless, of course, you're a Democrat and you want to break all the rules like Obama did, where they came up with this scam where people were sending in money through um, uh, credit cards. You know, the the type of cards you buy, you can put a thousand dollars on a credit card, buy it. You don't you know, no one knows who your name or anything like that. And then donate it. Obama made millions and millions of dollars that way in illegal donations. Technically, at the time, it wasn't illegal because no one ever thought of the scam. These are things that, like, gangsters think of. These are things that, like, you know, mafiosa think of, ways to con the system. Give them credit because they skirted the law, but uh, you're no longer allowed to do that. Um, But so Donald Trump is making the rounds, and he was on Newsmax, and he was talking about, you know, some of his accomplishments, but also talking about the state of the country. And Nobody cares. We're going to talk about the abortion uh, decision if it comes down. We'll just mention what what it is. If you want to talk about it, I'll talk about it. I don't think America cares. Latest polls show that uh, on the priority of lists of things that people are concerned about, only 10 percent of Americans uh, care about you know Roe versus Wade and the abortion issue. So it's really not an issue. People care about what affects them. People care about their wallet. They care about their kids. They care about their mortgage, their car payments, their jobs. These are the things people care about. Who cares about all the other stuff? Some things we think we care about more than others, we, but we really only care about things that affect us. It's really only the 
uh, people who are really dyed in the wool on the right and the left who, you know, make fools of themselves and go protest in places. So Donald Trump was out, and there was a bunch of clips I, I, I grabbed that really caught my ear about some of the stuff, and I'll explain. We're going to play um, cut number five. Uh, this is Donald Trump talking about how much money he got from China and how he helped American farmers. Because what we see going on here now is the Biden administration has it out for all Americans. I don't, and then even Democrats, even liberal Americans, they're going after everybody because their aim, for whatever reason, is to destroy any and all American institutions and business, such as the oil industry and the food industry. We'll get to the food industry a little later. But this is Trump on uh, taxing China and also uh, American farmers. And listen at the end about how much he gave back to American farmers, and, and I'll, I'll compare that with the Obama administration. Cut number five, please, I did a deal with China for the farmers and the manufacturers. It was an unbelievable deal. And then COVID came along, and frankly, I don't even talk about the deal, but it made our farmers uh, very, very solid. I took out $28 billion out of the taxes and tariffs that I was charging China. Nobody else charged them literally 10 cents. They didn't pay 10 cents to come in and do that to our country. But I got hundreds of billions of dollars, and I gave $28 billion to our farmers because they were treated so unjustly by China. And the farmers remember it very well. So he got hundreds of billions of dollars from China where they previously paid zero, not 10 cents, he said. And of that, he gave $28 billion to the farmers. All right. Let's compare that with Barack Obama, who did nothing for anybody and including the black community, which had higher unemployment when his eight years in office were up. And after Obama was reelected in 2012, one of his first acts as president in his second term was to give the teachers union run by the corrupt Randy Weingarten uh, $26 billion. So here, Donald Trump brings in hundreds of billions of dollars to the American economy but that before was not there, gives $28 billion to the farmers. Barack Obama brings in zero and gives, and gives your taxpayer dollars to the tune of $26 billion to the radical left teachers union run out of New York as a gift. So basically, because the teachers union, you know, they're obviously we're in with a wine garden, that one. It's funny how a woman with no children runs the teachers union. <laughs> well, it's hard to never mind. I won't even say it. But yeah, she, she's a, she's a one still trying. She was trying to keep the schools closed at the, the head of the teachers union, trying to keep the schools closed. She wanted to have it so that the she's always yelling and screaming in, in front of a microphone, another angry lesbian. She she wanted to. Uh, keep the schools closed, but she wanted to keep the teachers getting paid for doing nothing. <laughs> truly, uh, truly an amazing phenomenon there. But anyway, uh, so that, that's what Trump did. That's the difference. That is the difference. That Trump did that for the farmers. Trump did that for our economy. And Obama did for himself. It's as simple as that. Um, they also talked about uh, foreign policy. Uh, let's play a cut number two. This is Trump on foreign policy and really how low America has sunk under under Joe Biden. Cut two, please, Bernie. Ukraine war would have never happened. The Russia going into Ukraine would have never, ever happened, Eric. I think you know that. And so many other things. It looks like China is starting up. Uh, the Iran deal now is uh, would have been we would have had a deal done within a week after the election. And now it's going to be if there's a deal, which I doubt, it's going to be a horrible deal. They're on their way to being a nuclear power, which you cannot let happen. You cannot let that happen. So it's a very sad 
It's a very sad time for our country. We're no longer respected as a country, and I don't think we've ever been this low. And that that's interesting because, uh, folks, everybody's hung up on what's going on with inflation and, and gas and the cost of rate rising, as you should be, because it's affecting you directly. But there are other obstacles out there. There are other issues that no one's paying attention to because you know you're so busy with every other thing just trying to survive in this disaster that is the biden presidency and think about what a nuclear iran would be democrats have wanted to give nukes to the iranians for a long long time and if you think that doesn't affect us here in the united states you know i understand where you're coming from but it does a nuclear Iran means prob- possibly and probable a nuked Jerusalem. Okay, they, they want to blow the Jews off the face of the earth. They think the Jews are the scourge of the earth, and they're not. They're not. We need the Jews because we need comedic material on planet earth. <laughs> and they're one of our go-tos right after the Polacks, right? I kid you. But I'm saying a, a nuclear Iran is very dangerous. And the Democrats... John Kerry, remember that horrible deal? He, was, he cared more about what scarf he was wearing when he got off the plane, that idiot, John Forbes Curry. But what a moron. Um, but, the, but these people, because they're born rich, they're in positions of power. But they're not smarter than you and me. We'll talk more about this. We'll talk about issues that no one is paying attention to because we're so busy with, and distracted by the issues that are directly affecting our wallet. Is that planned? Is this what they want? Distractions? 800-928-1110. My name is Lou Pate. You're listening to The Vince Coakley Show. WBT, 1110 AM, 106.3 WORD, Greenville, South Carolina. Welcome back to the Vince Coakley Show. Lou Pate here with you, along with Bernie Bowles. WBT, 1110 AM, 99.3 on the FM, 106.3 WORD, Greenville, South Carolina. And uh, we are throwing it out to you if you are so inclined to uh, take part in the conversation. 800-928-1110. Going to keep you updated on these Supreme Court rulings as they come down. They've ruled excuse me, on one of the religious issues. I know that will appeal to many of Vince Coakley's listeners. And one of the issues that has come down is that um, religious schools cannot be exempt from voucher programs. So that is a, a win uh, for parents. Uh, that is a win for uh, faith. And that is a win for America. So that is actually a good thing. Um, of course, um, they're always the left is always going after any. They'll fund anything, but they won't fund uh, religious teachings or schools that have religious uh, backgrounds. Uh, truly amazing. So religious schools cannot be excluded from uh, vouchers. So there you go. Win a win for the good guys. Anyway, um, 800-928-1110. We were talking about a Donald Trump interview, but more the Donald Trump interview and how it reflects on society. And I asked you, the listeners here to WBT and Vince Coakley show, you know, what do you think? I mean, I'm talking about things that nobody is thinking about because it doesn't really you think it doesn't really affect you. A nuclear Iran. Uh, another one is three billion dollars in arms to the Taliban, our enemy that um, Biden raced away with his tail between his legs. Oh, first, he uh, murdered 13 servicemen and women. Yes, I'm sorry. They were killed by they were killed by a terrorist bomb. But because of Biden and the Democrats ineptness, they 
uh, murdered those 13 servicemen. That is the way I look at it because they were so incompetent. And they didn't care. They just cut and run with their tail between their legs. They're rolling planes over people, not the pilots. I'm not blaming the pilots or the soldiers. I'm blaming the administration. And leave behind $3 billion in the most high-tech military hardware, everything from boots to high-tech high -tech, um, computerized equipment. And now that it's in the hand of our enemy, and it was, they're supposed to just forget about it. No one gets fired. That The treason is, quite frankly, Mark Milley, uh, speaker, what is he, uh, head of the Joint Chiefs? This guy, this guy needs to be tried for treason. And if tried for treason, he should be executed because that is the, the result if you are guilty of treason. He let the Chinese know that he thought Trump was dangerous and was going to nuke China. Just the thought alone is insanity that he is thinking. See, Mark Milley's mind is so warped. Okay, and he is so deranged, and, and he is, his, his brain is, is, has to be scrambled eggs. The fact that this guy is head of the Joint Chiefs is dangerous to the entire world. That the fact that he thought Trump was going to nuke China? Are you kidding me? And then he told China that. That's treason. And if they, in a court of law, a military court, whatever, civilian court, if he is found guilty of that, yes, he should be executed. Mark Milley should be executed if found guilty of treason. And, and I, in my opinion, he committed treason. It's as simple as that. But the, he wasn't even fired. He wasn't even fired. He has the blood on his hands of all those dead civilians, the blood on his hands of all of those dead soldiers, and all of the Americans, over 100, who were left behind in Afghanistan. But these are things... And I understand why, but these are things that that many American people forget about because so much, so many, so it's been such a disaster. So many bad things have happened, and what we see now going on is, as I mentioned, a nuclear Iran. Uh, one of the things that Trump mentioned in that clip was the war in Ukraine. That wouldn't have happened. I, I'm firmly convinced. Now, let's play that clip again. Uh, cut number two, please, Bernie. Ukraine war would have never happened. The Russia going into Ukraine. Would have never, ever happened, Eric. I think you know that. And so many other things. It looks like China's starting up. Uh, the Iran deal now is uh, would have been, we would have had a deal done within a week after the election. And now it's going to be, if there's a deal, which I doubt, it's going to be a horrible deal. They're on their way to being a nuclear power, which you cannot let happen. You cannot let that happen. So it's a very sad, it's a very sad time for our country. We're no longer respected as a country. And I don't think we've ever been this low. And the the, the one of the other issues is is the border. Uh, they're still bringing people in uh, across the border illegally. The federal government, the president of the United States, and his whole cabinet is bringing people in, committing every person that comes in is a crime on part of the administration because they're doing it willfully. And not only that, now, as you know, it's been a story for months and months and months going back in, into last year. They're flying them into the interior of the nation, mostly red states, because the Democrats are under the impression that all of these people who made it here to America are just going to vote <laughs> uh, for Democrats because, you know, they flew them in here. Listen, they're going to they're gonna do what's good for them. Trust me. These people are not stupid. They might be desperate. They might want to start a new life, but they are definitely not stupid. And once they learn the Democratic con doesn't care about them, uh, they probably mostly won't vote, but if they do vote, it's not going to be for the Democrats. Trust me. Now they're talking about they're flying them in, they're busing them in. This has been this has been going on. This affects you because it, it affects 
It affects jobs, although they might be low-level jobs, but hey, even Americans have to work low-level jobs. It affects the schools. I lived in San Diego for many years, and uh, when you have the flood of people coming in south of the border there, they, they flood the schools, and there's not enough seats in the schools for the American kids. This affects you. This affects your kids. This affects your grandkids, your nieces and nephews. They have, they have uh, classes there where they have to teach it in English and in Spanish because the Spanish kids don't speak English, which the dumb thing is that what these uh, bureaucrats in Southern California don't realize that if you throw a kid, a Spanish kid in, into a, an American-speaking classroom, they will pick up English before you know it. It'll, it'll be a matter of six to eight weeks the most. If they're immersed in it, they will pick it up. Instead of pandering and trying to uh, you know, teach them in their own language, it's going to make it harder for them to then learn English. But, but what we care about by the latest polls, gas prices. Inflation, gas prices, how it affects you. Can't blame you because that's what I care about. Um, car prices are through the roof. Isn't it amazing that if you have a, a relatively new used car, you can get more for it now than what you bought for it? And you go, wow, that's great. I'm going to do that and buy a new car. But then new cars are through the roof as well. I think this is all by design. I think a lot of what's going on, whether it's the border, whether it's um, arming Iran with nuclear weapons, uh, who knows what's going on with uh, Ukraine and how much we're probably doing behind the scenes there. This is all being done on purpose. They're trying to get rid of the oil industry here in the United States so that we all buy electric cars. We will never be 100% electric. In 100 years, cars will not be 100% electric. It's just the way it is. It's not, oh, I'm pro-oil, I'm against oil. Actually, I'm pro-nuclear power, to be quite honest with you. Nuclear power is the safest and the cleanest, but of course, you know, liberals are no nukes. Can't have that. But uh, let's play cut number three. This is Trump talking about gas prices. It all started with the energy. We were at $1.87. Uh, if you think of that, huh? $1.87 a gallon. And now you're going to be, uh, for gas, gasoline, you're going to be at, I used to say five, six, seven. I think it's going to be much higher than that ultimately. But it's uh, it's not sustainable. And now we're going to Venezuela. You're getting them indirectly from Russia and from Iran, going to Saudi Arabia, which he said he'd never do. And uh, whether you agree with that or not, it's uh, just ridiculous. But more importantly, it's right under our feet. We have liquid gold right under our feet. And we were taking it like never before. And now we're... They're begging other countries to give it to us, but they're going green, and green isn't powerful enough. It can't fire up our plant. Not even close. All right, we'll talk about that when we come back here on the Vince Coakley Show. Welcome back to the Vince Coakley Show. Lou Pate here with you. WBT 1110 AM 99.3, excuse me, on the FM 106.3 WORD Greenville, South Carolina. Hey, you know, I made a joke before about, um, well, we were talking seriously about Iran uh, becoming a nuclear power and how they would they would not hesitate to nuke Israel, nuke Jerusalem if they could. They, they don't care if they kill Arabs and the Palestinians. They don't they don't care about that at all. And I made a joke that we need the Jewish people around because uh, we need their, their source of our jokes. But, <laughs> but it was a joke, folks. And people call and Bernie. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's, I know. It's, 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 listen, lady, loosen up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> loosen up, right? Hear the humor in the tone. Calm down or else, you know, just turn off your radio if you don't get it. Please. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, we don't need people like that. Um, you know what it is? People like that looking to be offended. It truly is. Look at me. I say enough stuff that you could be offended by. But when it's an actual joke, which I clearly pointed out was a joke, I even threw the Polacks in there, right? Oh, she had no problem with the Polacks, huh? Unless they're Jewish Polacks. Unbelievable. Anyway, we are talking about the state of the country, things that um, are not uh, on our radar because we're busy with other things uh, such as inflation. And um, I had bad clock management, I'll admit it. And going into the last break, we played that sec that clip of Donald Trump. But uh, I wanted to really talk about it afterwards. So which, which, let's, let's, pl let's play that again. That was uh, clip number three. Let's play that again, and then we'll uh, talk about that. It all started with the energy. We were at a dollar eighty-seven. Uh, if you think of that, dollar huh? eighty-seven a gallon, and now you're going to be uh, for gas, gasoline. You're going to be at. I used to say five, six, seven. I think it's going to be much higher than that ultimately. But it's uh, it's not sustainable. And now we're going to Venezuela. You're getting them indirectly from Russia and from Iran, going to Saudi Arabia, which he said he'd never do, and. Uh, whether you agree with that or not, it's uh, just ridiculous. But more importantly, it's right under our feet. We have liquid gold right under our feet. And we were taking it like never before. And now we're begging other countries to give it to us. But they're going green. And green isn't powerful enough. It can't fire up our plant. Not even close. And the liquid gold that Donald Trump is talking about in that clip when he was on Newsmax is uh, our oil below our feet, which I have talked about here when I've been on WBT about we were en energy independent under President Trump and we have more natural resources, not just oil, but also natural gas. We have the large we make we have the largest resources in the world. We make the Middle East look like they're standing still. We don't need OPEC. We don't need the Middle East. We don't need Venezuela. We don't need Russia. The reason we're in bed with all of these people is to kind of, oh, the whole global economy has to churn and everybody has to be involved and everybody gets a piece of the pie. Screw the rest of the world is what I say. All I care about is what is going on in America. I don't care about the Russians. I don't care about Venezuela. I don't care about Mexican. Mexican oil's probably got sand in it. That's garbage down there. But no, but I don't care. We don't need these people, yet we have the largest stockpiles of, of oil and natural gas in the world, and yet it is we, the American people, who are getting screwed. Gas is cheap. It's all, it's all government-run in Mexico. Gas is cheap in Venezuela. Gas is cheap. In the Middle East, the only ones paying through the nose now is the Europeans because they were they you know rely too much on Russia, and as Donald Trump says in that clip, we're still getting it indirectly from Russia. These are things that nobody realizes. It's like all of this. Oh, oh I'm going to put a lawn flag for the corrupt country of Ukraine on my front uh, front lawn. Yeah, okay, and or no, they're not doing business with Russia, folks. You're being taken. For a bunch of fools, all of you people who are fa in favor of Ukraine and bad-mouthing Russia, you're being taken for fools by the powers that be. You think the world is still not doing business with Russia? Because the way the whole system is set up, they have to do business with Russia. 
And that's what Donald Trump was touching on in that clip when he says, oh, you're getting it from Iran, you're getting it from Venezuela, indirectly you're getting it from Russia. Yes. So it's like, rah, 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 rah. It's like these idiots who protest. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just a joke. It's amazing how uninformed people are, how we're being spoon-fed propaganda from every news media out there. It's every outlet out there is feeding you propaganda. There's no such thing as news anymore. Heck, you can't even watch sports anymore without hearing a bunch of Neanderthal retired fat sports guys preach to you about their politics. Who cares? It's unbelievable. Uh, we have, we'll have more when we come back. If you're if you want to comment on anything you've heard so far, uh, you can give us a shout at uh, 800-928-1110. Email me, as some of you have done already. Get back to you during the breaks. Uh, L-O-U-P-A-T-E at gmail.com. Lupate at gmail.com. 800-928-1110. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.